Welcome to House School. My name is Shane Allen from the Anthony Butera team, joined as always by my good friend and yours, Justin Kiesel from All County Home Inspections. Justin, how you doing? Good. Justin is a home inspector. I'm a realtor. This podcast can teach you about your house. Mm-hmm. We have been slowly moving down the home, starting from the roof. Uh, we got down to the bedrooms last week. This week, we're talking about the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Justin, this is something... People are really interested in the bathrooms, never having enough of them, wanting to have enough space in them. Uh, you know, when I'm walking through a home with, with, you know, potential buyers and stuff like that, they, you know, they're concerned about the bathrooms. They want to know what I got to be looking for. Can I put one here? Yes. That's mm-hmm. another big thing is, hey, can I just stick a toilet here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, sure. That's what Justin's here for. But we're going to go through a few things. So bathrooms, what are we looking for uh, as a home inspector? I wanted to start with... Um, if we could, electrical hazards. Sure. Um, What are you looking for as far as that goes? Like, do... I think I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is correct, but there has to be a permanent lighting fixture in a bathroom? Mm Mm-hmm. Does there have to be? Uh, Well, there should be. Okay. Yeah, I would would say yes. All right. I didn't Um, know if that was, like, a part of your checklist, that, like, there needs to be a functioning permanent... Light fixture. I'm trying to remember if I've ever walked into a bathroom and did not have a light fixture. I don't. I, I can't would assume imagine. there is light. Yeah. yeah. I cannot imagine. I cannot recall a time where I walked into a bathroom that there was not a light fixture okay. within it. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, if I found one that did not have a light, mm-hmm. I'd probably write that up. I guess I'm just nervous, particularly in my home. The vanity is that the light bulb is uh, is going out, and I'm just gonna. I don't think I'm going to change it. Is it only? Is your light only in the vanity? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, in the half bath, yeah. Oh, in the half bath, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, we should probably still fix that. <sighs> I just poo in the dark. I got candles, right? I feel like the old school. I don't know. No, I just need to renovate the whole thing. So. Anyways, that's less about me. More about what are people looking for in their bathrooms. So electrical stuff in a bathroom is is important because nowadays we have all kinds of stuff. Electric toothbrushes, hair dryers, hair straighteners, hair curlers, all, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, And jetted tubs as well. Oh, yeah. So uh, having proper ground fault protection is important. So um, for all the outlets, they should be... Ground fault circuit interrupt protected, uh, either at a breaker or at the outlet itself. Same goes for a jetted tub that also needs to have ground fault protection as well. Um, the jetted tub should be on a timer uh, so that you can um, uh, set it. It's not going to run continuously. Gotcha. It's like the new. That's like one of the newer codes, I believe. Okay. Um, Otherwise, we're looking for proximity of switches and outlets within the shower. So if you are standing in the shower and you can reach over and turn the lights on and off, that's a problem. Mm. So uh, a lot of times with older houses, the light switch is within proximity to the shower. I don't usually expect people to change that in a home inspection mm-hmm. uh, or for the life that they have the house, but I have to tell them that it's there. Gotcha. So it's one of those types of things. Okay. Um, but generally speaking, otherwise, you know, if it's if it's if there's a fan or a light fixture that's above the shower and it does not appear to be rated 
for that application in a high humidity environment, I'll write that up too. Gotcha. So there's there's a couple of things that we're looking for. So let's stick with the showers and tubs and stuff like that. What are you looking for as a home inspector when you're you're checking out uh, like a full bath? Mm-hmm. So uh, looking at a shower and tub, um, I'm running water. I run water through the shower. I run it through the tub. I check that the tub stop um, actually stops the water and it begins to fill the tub. Um, I don't fill the tub entirely and and drain it. You know, uh, I, I'm just looking for it like that representative, that functional flow. Uh, you can usually gain enough insight into how the uh, drains operate if you're if you're running the tub or the shower and you flush the toilet at the same time and that's that's going to give you um, a bunch of flow through your drain waste system and that's going to tell you kind of how things are moving along Um, other things that we're looking for like with the shower other than like functional drains and water flow is going to be the condition of the shower surround so that's like that could be tile that could be uh, granite stone or composite with those fiberglass inlays or those uh, acrylic inlays um, i'm checking for cracks i'm checking for the caulking i'm looking at the grout that's in between the tiles um, all that kind of stuff that could potentially be an avenue for water to penetrate into the wall so checking for all that that like you know loose end kind of stuff are you checking so with the shower, I guess the big thing is people are always talking about water pressure. Mm-hmm. Low, high, like where do you, do you check for that? And like what, like I guess what is it deemed a good water pressure? I don't even know. Is there like, mm-hmm. do, you, there is. do you just stick your hand in it? <laughs> is it all by feel or do you have like a jet? Do you check it out? I don't know. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of eyeball. Is it like a water balloon? And like <laughs> no. you, you time it? Yeah, I bring a little pinwheel with me <laughs> yeah. and I stick it in the water flow. And RPMs look good. Exactly. Okay. So the optimal water pressure is is between 65 and 80 psi. Okay. Um, some of the older houses, like the uh, the guys who used to, you know, subscribe to Popular Mechanics back in the 50s and 60s, and like built all the stuff themselves, will have a water pressure gauge mm-hmm. like in proximity to the water meter or the the um, pressure dial in. So interesting. Sometimes you'll see it, but but. A lot of times not, mm-hmm. but that is the optimal water pressure from the street is 65 to 80 PSI, I believe. Hmm. Um, I'm looking for the functional flow, really. So if I am running water in the sink and I'm running water in the shower and I flush a toilet and I see that, you know, I'm going to see some, usually I'll see some fluctuation in the water pressure. But if I see it go down to the point where you you're going to be wanting more water in the shower Mm -hmm. or the faucet stops running or something like that i'm going to note that there's diminished water flow okay um and we and i can grade that in into you know mildly diminished water flow or considerably diminished water flow and there could be a myriad of issues as to why that is occurring okay so it's hard to pinpoint but but yeah i'm checking for water pressure are you checking for how hard the water is is that something or is that no but uh just because that is going to vary a lot sure uh like city water is generally not hard um but if we're doing like a well you know a house that's on a well somewhere out in the middle of nowhere Mm 
uh, it's to be expected that the water is going to be really hard. I will note that there's like um, worn in shower finish sometimes Mm -hmm. from like scale buildup and stuff like that. So it's an indication, but I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, the water is really hard because at the end of the day, are you going to not buy the house because it has hard water? Yeah. Probably not. Okay. Uh, then let's move over to the, well, first of all, anything else with tubs, showers? Not really. Um, jetted tubs are yeah. always a liability in my, in my perspective, just because uh, I'll check that the jets function, mm-hmm. but I do not fill it and run it you don't get in there i do not a nice glass of wine mm-hmm. have yourself a time it, it is it does seem tempting every once in a while <laughs> yeah. like i'll find one of those big ones where you oh, can get yeah. like two or three people in there oh, they're getting serious like, now that like sounds lights and speakers built into them and... or the, i've seen where the water comes out of the ceiling oh sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which is pretty slick yeah but uh, but no, splashing I, around there, nice and wet. <laughs> I tell people, you know, it's a good chance that they leak. Um, I've had multiple clients call back because they moved into a house that has a jetted tub, and once they're in there, they fill it, they run it, and it leaks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, what's what's happening? Good chance that that tub had not run." And not been filled, and then the jets run in yeah. X number of years. Gotcha. So what happens is the fittings, because within the tub itself, there's a whole bunch of piping work that goes around to, to move the water through the jets. Um, those fittings can dry out over time, and um, you can find leaks when you start to run it for the first time in a long time. So... Jetted tubs are outside the the standard operating procedure of home inspections through New York State. So again, if I were to run one of those and it leaks all over the place, I'm going to be on the hook for the repairs. Gotcha. So I check that the the jets operate. I bump them on in the dry, and then I will fill the tub with water and check the the functional drain. But I don't run the jets per se. And also, a lot of times, if if you do fill it and you run it. There's a whole bunch of disgusting black slime mm. that comes out of them. And then homeowners will be like, what did you do to my tub? Why is this so stinky? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Uh, this is just an aside, but have you noticed that there's, like, an increasing popularity in, like, just, like, a wet room? The freestanding soaker tubs? Well, that, and but just, like, people are like, I just... They're getting rid of oh, the tubs. Every, yeah, okay, I know. What and you then mean. it's like half the room is tiled, a, and it's yeah. like yeah, it's like you've walked into a YMCA, but people are like, I'm <laughs> yeah, into yeah, that yeah. for my whole life. Yeah. Not enough of us were scarred as children, I guess. I guess no, yeah, I guess. <laughs> from, not a lot like, of us worked as lifeguards as kids, yeah. but like, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've been, I've noticed that a lot more, but yeah, yeah, I, I see that the, a lot. And the soaker tubs too. They're the, they're making a big comeback. The freestanding soaker tubs is what I see a lot. I blame like. Bridgerton, yes, and that stuff, yes. Which a lot of people having conversations from in the a bubbly tub. Absolutely, like, I gotta have that. Absolutely, I see it all the time. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing in particular that we look for with one of those. It just is, you know, everything is gray. Subway mm-hmm. tiles super popular right now. Yes, and the soaker tubs are coming into fashion. Sure. So again, it's going to be stuff that's all ripped out in twenty years. A hundred percent. Justin, 
talked about bathtubs, talked about showers. Now let's talk about the toilet. What are you looking for as a home inspector when uh, scoping out a toilet? Well, they're actually called water closets. The toilet you... itself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So that's that's how they started out. I forget the real reason why. I think it was because the tank used to be up near the ceiling for the water pressure because okay. you'd have to like fill the tank. And then it would like fall down a pipe and that the pressure of it going down the wall, you know, in a pipe uh-huh. is what would take all the waste away. But, uh, but yeah, that's, like that's much more dramatic to tell somebody you've, you have clogged the entire water closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That almost sounds quaint. Like, oh, yeah, I've clogged the toilet. Well, thank God it wasn't the whole closet. It wasn't the whole closet. Yes. But there's a bunch of stuff that we're looking for with functionality on toilets. Yeah. So first thing I always check is, is it tight to the floor? So with my foot, just give it a gentle nudge on one side or the other. If it wobbles, that is a good indication that it's loose on the flange. And if it's loose on the flange, we can usually assume that the wax ring, mm. the actual uh, mating portion from like the toilet to the pipe, yeah. is no good. And if that goes no good, you are going to have a leak pretty yeah. soon. I have changed out a wax ring my in my day, yep. Justin. <laughs> yep. I've, I have had the poo-poo coming through into my basement. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. I had to do, I had to do the same thing. <laughs> I had the same thing in my house two, two three weeks ago. Yeah. It got loose. And then you pull the you pull the toilet off, and the wax ring is just gone. Mm-hmm. So um, check and see if it's tight. I I always give it a flush, um, and then I wait for it to refill. You listen for the tower within the tank to to you know kick off and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, generally speaking, just checking the functionality of the toilet. I'll see a lot of toilets like some basement toilets, especially in the city where like Kodak houses and stuff like that. The the bowl goes dry. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a big problem. Sure. Because you get like sewer gas that comes back in from the street, or Ooh, you can get okay. you can get backups from them, um, from the sewer line, all that kind of stuff. So sometimes they cannot be pretty, but uh, typically speaking, first floor, second floor, we're not going to run into any issues like that. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, let's say it is one of the city properties, though, and that's the situation. Is that the recommendation? Just get that out of there cap it like what is the what is that like um typically um sometimes people want to use them um but you know it's you're kind of running the you're, you're kind of running the 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 risk always with with the city because the sewer, the city has a conjoined um sewer and and runoff street runoff um sections that can overflow in like high rains and snow melt and stuff like that, okay. which will cause the backup. Yeah. So there's things that you can do to try and salvage them. Yeah. Okay. But you know, sometimes it's just it's the luck of the draw. Yeah. All right, we did uh, we did tubs, we did the turlets. Um, is there anything you're looking for in like a vanity sink area? Make like sure just... everything's good. No, no damage. Okay. Um, functional drains, no leaks, that kind of stuff. Um, everything's secure to the wall. If it's got a drip to it, mm-hmm. that type of thing. I'll note it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, when it comes to 
the bathrooms as well as ventilation. That's, that's something we should talk about. Critical. We should touch on that. Critical. If you walk into a bathroom and it doesn't have like a bathroom fan built into it, is that a bad? You know, that should that be uh, like oh boy, that's bad. It's situational. So if there is a half bath, toilet, and a sink, and there's no fan, like on the first floor or something like that, mm-hmm. or even the basement, I see a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I just note it. Sure. Should be increased. If there is a bathroom with a shower that does not have a a functional window or a fan, mm-hmm. that's a automatic. It should be increased. The okay. ventilation should be increased. Gotcha. Your shower is going to dump a ton of humidity into your house, mm-hmm. so we need to exhaust that to the outside. Um, if you have only a a window to vent your bathroom. Um, we need to open the window the entire time that, that we're showering, but we mm. also need to leave it open 20 minutes after we're done mm. to evacuate all of the moisture. Noted. Mm-hmm. Don't think I was doing that when I first moved to my house. <laughs> A lot of people don't. They're no. just like, you yeah. know. Well, I want it to steam in there. You well, know? Yeah. I want to get a good steam. Yeah, you want to feel feel that like that heat. You yeah, know? it's good for the lungs and clears sure. out all the uh, you know the gook. Sure, I got built up in me. <laughs> all right, everybody's tuned out now. So uh, floors, windows. I mean, we we kind of t- we touched a lot of uh, on this in the last podcast with uh, bedrooms and stuff like that. But I guess what is the difference when you're looking at the floor, walls? ceilings of a a bathroom yeah there is a difference and it's going to go back to that moisture so um if i find um floor that has you know more damage um it's like soft it's spongy you know in a bathroom it that's a good indication that we got a leak somewhere um a lot of times i'll find soft areas around like a toilet and that's going to go back to that wax ring that we were talking about gotcha so there is there we we hyper focus on the floor within a bathroom pertain you know compared to like the rest of the house uh this is just an aside but would you recommend people when they buy a home to get new toilets new toilet not necessarily okay um if you're water conscious you know if you're in so like i'll i'll give you my example so my house uh i have four bathrooms in my house and they all are like the original toilets mm-hmm. from the 80s. Okay. So they all use like two gallons, three gallons of water. Like every time you flush the toilet, whatever it is. I, I, can't, I can't remember exactly how yeah. much. It's a lot. Yeah. And so um, I'm slowly working through replacing all of the toilets. Mm-hmm. Because you want to use a less, you know, as little as water, little water as possible. Sure. You know, because you don't want to be overworking your system so there is reasons to replace your toilet but generally speaking it's not like uh it's not like changing your locks you know you don't have to change your toilet immediately okay so i didn't change my locks and i didn't change my toilet seats and i've always thought about that was a bad idea but i'm still here yeah i never changed my toilet seats either i feel like that's something we should do but i don't know you know, that seems like a quick fix to make it feel yeah feel more comfortable. Yeah, mine my, the one in our in our bedroom is brown. Okay, it's really awful. Like, was it? Did it start off as white? No. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Fine. All right. That's it's fine like then. brown plastic. 
That's well, yeah. I mean, as a as a thicker gentleman, that's like how I wear black shirts all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah, gotta hide. Yeah, yeah, gotta hide. Hence the defects. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm just say I'm glad that we have moved away from the the padded toilet seat. Mm-hmm. I, whew, no, thank you. Yep, yep. I hope that never comes back. Yep. Please no. Sometimes I've seen ones that are like acrylic, mm. and there's like flowers that are in them so it's like see-through oh, yeah, yeah. and there's like dried flowers in yeah, them and it looks stuff like a jello mold yeah yeah i've seen that or the like they look uh or there's like sparkles in in them they look like those jelly sandals that that girls used to have in oh, the 90s yeah. no thanks it's really ugly even i mean i think the wood toilet seats are okay but still it just feels like there's a time and a place yeah if you're in like a cabin it feels like yeah that has to be there. yeah do you have to inspect outhouses? Mm, no. Okay. No. Okay. An outhouse is essentially just a hole in the ground. Yeah. If you got an outhouse, yeah, you got other problems. All right, Justin. Anything else you want to touch on with bathrooms that people should know before we uh, we sign off here? I don't think so. I think we touched on pretty much everything. Um, to me, the biggest important uh, part is going to be that the the ventilation, like we talked about, keeping everything dry. Okay. Moisture is always the killer of houses, you know, aside from obviously leaks and things like that. And when you're walking through a home, if you're a home buyer, turn on the wa- turn on the faucets, flush the toilet, yep. turn on the shower, check that it's seeing that water pressure. Run the fan, that kind of thing. Yeah, cool. absolutely. All right, guys, that's going to do it for House School this week. We'll be back at it again. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't done so, please do that. I'm uh, Shane Allen from the Anthony Terra team. That's Justin Kiesel from All County Home Inspections. If you have any questions about your home or you need a home inspector, make sure you hit up Justin if you uh, are looking to buy a home. Hey, I'm your guy. (laughs) That's definitely not going to happen now. Anyways, (laughs) bye.